All right. So, speak a little bit in the mic, and then we'll see if um, how it works. Hello, my name is Philip Kekana. I am 24 years old from Ottawa, Ontario. Okay, I think that's good. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get started. <coughs> Just going to... Oh. All right, so can you introduce yourself? My name is Philip Kekana. I am 24 years old. I am a creative soon-to-be creative director for Crave and HBO Canada. All right. And what is your cultural identity? Oh, I'm black. From Burundi. Uh, I have I immigrated in Canada in 2008, and I have been living here ever since. Great. And, okay. Uh, so what has your experience with mental health been? Um, throughout your life? Throughout my life, I... Starting starting from, from, from the very early on years, I did not pay too much attention because I was from this little country in the middle of nowhere in Africa. But coming here in this new country, new place, new people, I just uh, started to tried to figure out who I was and in the process of doing so I got a little bit lost making it go into my head forgetting who I was forgetting what type of person I was and what type of commitment I had to give to the world so mental health has been a big a big part of my of my life because I've been through a lot of depression and anxiety in my early teens and beginning of 20s in my beginnings of 20s I'm 24 now on a better road to for myself and what kind of um you're saying you had some troubles that happened so how did those wait let me just take you real quick so how was mental health um, addressed within your cultural setting? In my cultural setting, the mental health is not really much addressed because it's kind of seen as the weak or just a... My, <laughs> my parents used to, used to say that people who were depressed were just people who were whining about life and did not know how to do it. So... I saw it as this way and the more my parents talked about it and the more I asked questions about it to my whole family, who most of them are black, uh, had the same response. They kept saying, oh, it's just nothing. Everybody is sad. Everybody is uh, everybody's depressed. Nobody likes their job. Nobody likes the, the living situation. But not all of us, you know, make it a point to make it so much more dramatic so in the in my community it's very looked down almost not even existent and did that make it harder for you so when you were dealing with your own issues yeah it, ma it made it very much hard for me because i went into school at the age of 18 
uh, being depressed and being and having anxiety because I I wasn't in the I wasn't in the I wasn't in the school that I wanted to be. I wasn't studying what I needed to study, and then I kept that on and did not acknowledge that I was suffering through depression. And I just said to myself, you know, like my parents said, it's it's a uh, it's just a sad day. It will get better. It's a sad day. Everybody has a sad day and all. And then he and and then it followed me all the way to when I moved to Toronto. I I went and I worked, I worked, I worked. I I thought that working would be would would make would make everything go away. I would be distracted and all. But really I was just like putting more and more and more strain into my life so I depression really took a toll I would say yeah and what was um I guess your family's and extended family and everything's reaction when you finally like came out and said that you know what like I'm having these issues um was it still like the same attitude or it was I I told them at first when I the the first time I told them was when I was twenty twenty one. Yes, twenty one. I just moved to Toronto and it's just started to dole on me that it was it was really something that that I needed to work on. And then they again they were like, Listen, you decided to move there, you just have to, you know, work through it. It's gonna be okay. Like you can't you can't be you can't be the the weaker person. You have to be stronger than this. You know, it just everybody everybody has those days. And then when they really really started realizing was when I had a full depression, like cut everything, I cut cut everybody out of my. I didn't talk to my friends. I made this like this like now that I look at it, <laughs> this um this post on instagram that was like really like distressful like a a message of help Mm -hmm. and like after that i just cut off i from everybody from my family i wasn't i wasn't returning calls i wasn't showing up to work i i was like let go from my from my job because i wasn't like you know coming in i was i was moody all the time so they they really realized and and saw that i was that there was something wrong when when they saw when they had no no contact with me when they when they when they saw that i was going mia on them and everybody else mm-hmm. so then they realized hmm, maybe it's not just like a f- you know a little phase or a bad day yeah, like this, be- maybe this is serious yeah because nobody <laughs> nobody out of the right mind would like cut conversation not show up for work just because they're having a bad day like w- that like being for a whole entire month three months like i didn't talk to my family from the beginning of january until april and that was a whole what four months mm-hmm. four months of me not even not even reaching out to my friends not even like doing just not doing anything just staying at home and all of that and has your experience <clears throat> has your experience um as an immigrant 
shaped your view or perception of mental health? And if so, why? How? Sorry, could you repeat that? Yeah. So has your experience as an immigrant here to Canada, has it shaped your um, perception of mental health? Yes, um, it has. It has very much. And the reason why is that um, in Africa, you don't see those things. Somebody who's who has mental health is considered like a homeless person just in the streets acting a fool and all of that. But it's much more than than that. So when I got here and I started understanding what mental health was and what it it uh, it, it was all about, I started seeing like you know it's it's much more than just just those quirky people that you see in the street acting like a fool it's it's it happens to everybody and anybody because mm-hmm. i know for like my family too it was like oh that person's like possessed by the devil or they need deliverance or you not know the devil, girl. <laughs> not the devil and, and that's true too now that you told me that i think my grandmother did say did say like people who are mental health they don't go to church and now they're possessed by the devil and then they used to tell me like are you possessed by the devil I'm like, no. And he's like, then you don't have mental health. And I'm like, I guess so. I, I know I wasn't possessed by the devil, but I just, my family, my family didn't, did not know better mm-hmm. at the beginning. They were fresh immigrants too. And I guess I, with their old, old, oh no, old, <laughs> uh, with them being a certain more mature age than, than I and not mm-hmm. having access to, um, uh, the information that I have right now, mm-hmm. that we all have right now, um, kind of like did not make them see what was ahead of for me. And what was <coughs> so? Uh, so you went to La Cité for school. Um, how was the mental health? Uh, access there like what kinds of services and what was your experience trying to access those services if you did try to access them so la cité like you mean what what it did to my mental health it's more like so what was your experience as student because here at U Ottawa um, <coughs> the service like there's a lot of wait times um, sometimes the services aren't ac- adequate Mm. Um, a lot of people have to like kind of go outside to get services and it's more expensive. So we've had like a lot of um, issues surrounding that. And I know, um, and some of the students here at UOttawa also do like joint programs with La Cité and UOttawa. So I just wanted to know um, kind of like what were your, ex- like did you try to seek help when you were at La Cité? And if so, what was your experience? And if, you know, if not, was there anything that kind of like made you not want to? I don't know. So, I, they don't, they didn't have, from the time that I was there, they didn't have those, like, mental health uh, things. It was more for, like, if you were, like, sexually assaulted, then you had, there there was places for those. And they kind of also talked about about depression within that. But mm-hmm. it's, it was more seen as, a, like, sexual harassment, like, um, center where you can come and ask for help and see how you you can go about because some people said that they got depression from it Mm -hmm. it was it was all of of that but like mental health there was not 
was it wasn't like comprehensive it wasn't comprehensive i I didn't know where to look because there was nowhere to look like it it just they just wasn't there for that and i just you know kept it to myself and i kind of dealt it with myself there and all of that Do you have any personal anecdotes to share or do you have certain experiences that come to mind um, when you think about trying to navigate mental health care as an immigrant and as a black person? Like, do you have any advice? It's more like, do you have any like stories or something that comes to mind like, oh, this one time this happened and like how <coughs> how it like how the 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 mental health like came to me? Yeah, or just like trying to navigate services or maybe something someone said or mm-hmm. something that you experienced that would be like unique to your identity. So I have a good friend. Her name is Condit. And when I told her when I told her that I was feeling depressed and I was feeling like you know, with all this anxiety and all of that, I I talked to her over text and she told me like, you know, go see a counselor, um, trying to go see a counselor, trying to go see a therapist maybe. And that really like got and sat in the back of my mind and I was like, Wow, if my parents or my friend, because she told me, because she told me that she hasn't dealt with that. So she she will be there to support but to be able to recover and be on the better path to it then it would be much better to have a counselor and a, or like a therapist and all that and that's sad in my head because she was right like my parents are not gonna know because they they haven't gone through it or they're not acknowledged to it um my friends as well they're here to be supportive not to be my 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 therapist not for me to vent to them all the time real professional will be more helpful into that um so i did that and i just she just gave me like the best advice and she gave me like some of the links to go to and all of that so that was like a big part to go back into my a big part in my recovery to my wellness and all Is that somebody else called Condit? Or you no, that's you. What? <laughs> I swear. The text. <laughs> the text. I'm like, what? That's true. Like in what, January 2000? Because I remember, I do remember like um, when that was going on that I was like, you know, like I'm here for you. I'm here to support you and everything. Yeah. Um, and you told me like, mm-hmm. you told me like there's like all the call, not call center. There's other, you know center counselors that you can see mm-hmm. um like that helps with like especially with black people too mm-hmm. i think you told me about that with black people yeah and i was like okay that's cool and i looked it up and i'm like a google is an amazing thing <laughs> like oh the shout things that google. i found shout out google <laughs> yeah because i know um another one of my friends was dealing with something <clears throat> related to mental health and she was saying how she was talking about like how one of her therapists wasn't helpful because like it, she's like mm. oh it felt like talking to a friend and like mm. I never thought of it that way but that it's it's true that like your friends can only do so much and that sometimes it gets to that point where you you know you need to 
seek seek professional help yeah so i'm glad that you know i I could uh help in that way i don't even think i realized that you know that the things that you say you know it stays sometimes it stays in people's head and it can be positive things and um yeah i'm glad that it was helpful even though like i don't even that's you know? how good of a friend you are. You don't even remember when you do good things. You like you just do it out of the heart. That's all. <laughs> it's becoming like a love fest. Like, <laughs> just take it. Take it. And what else did I say? So, <clears throat> what do you feel is missing from the conversation around the healthcare system itself? The mental health care system. Like mm-hmm. what's missing? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's missing? It's more representation, I believe. I think that speaking to the male community, there is quite a high number of male uh, depression going on, um, and it's it's not talked about that much i feel and i feel like it would need more representation really just have have resources um talk about talk about those things be able to to be able to to share i feel like the more the more we talk about those things and how and how it affects everybody and anybody the more we get we get to work around this issue and all like um bell let's talk thing Mm -hmm. which i pretty much just i i love because it's like a huge thing it has its own day Mm -hmm. um a year it has its own day a year and all of that but they don't they just speak on overall Mm -hmm. just go into really details into it what type of mental health somebody could be experiencing what type of depression because mm-hmm. it would be life depression financial depression it could be it could be um sexual depression and all of that and it just i want more details i want more contrast into what mental health is because a little kid like me who just came out of Africa and they talk about mental health at first it took me like from 2008 Mm -hmm. to 2018 like a whole 10 years to even understand like mental health is actually much more than somebody possessed by the (laughs) demons as my grandmother would like to quote it Mm -hmm. so I think it needs more to be talked about more Mm -hmm. yes pretty much Uh, do you feel represented and cared for um wait never mind this is specific to you or do you just feel represented in like like in mental health services do you feel cared for and represented Mm. sadly no and it's just because there's not a lot of black gay man in those area uh people can can i can talk to like mm-hmm. reference to as like my mentor my my big brothers and all 
So I don't think like it's not sadly sadly it's not it's I'm not I don't feel represented there. Mm -hmm. Do you think it would help to have like a therapist who looks like you, so a therapist who's like a black gay man, um, or who's an immigrant, or someone who could? Do you think that helps? Definitely. Someone who can relate. Definitely, somebody who can who can relate to me, because I know I had like one therapist. I had the the first therapist I ever had was this white, you know, just generic straight man and all. And I was talking, and I just didn't feel like a connection into it. But then I I changed to it, mm-hmm. and I met this woman. Her name was Marfa, mm-hmm. and she 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 was black. She's she is black. She she's black, and she um. I just felt more connected to her, mm-hmm. and it's I. I kind of associated with her, being a black person who loves men mm-hmm. and not a woman so i kind of just like you know put in my head in my mind that she was she was a black gay man and i felt more and more happier to talk to her because mm-hmm. i would feel like she would have gone through the same kind of the same struggle as me in the beginning mm-hmm. so yeah i feel like it would be it would be more it would be important mm-hmm. to have black gay men who are therapists or anybody can that can just relate to mm-hmm. those kids coming in. Yeah, or just like mentors or mentors just figures. And all that. Yeah, because yeah. I wonder if um, maybe people kind of find that support outside of like counseling and outside of like those institutions. Maybe because we did go to that. Um, when we went to that workshop with the um, the ball, the voguing, yeah, the voguing thing. So I wonder yes. if, like, I know they're not obviously they're not like registered therapists, but I wonder if in those cases, because therapy is you know expensive. Oh, if yeah. <laughs> my bills had to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> if like you know, and because of not much representation, maybe there's like other avenues that are found to to that seek support. That is so true because when I went to that voguing, mm-hmm. I felt more happier. I felt more a little bit like, you know, felt I felt like home. I felt like I was I that's somewhere where I belong to. So imagine like somebody who's a newly kid, black gay kid who don't know where to fit in, who don't know who's having this mental issue. Having those people, mm-hmm. having their mentor, having something that that would like kind of just get them distracted get them in a in a safer more better place in their head just going to that voguing um event it will be it will be so much more helpful Mm -hmm. but you don't see you know you don't see that much going on in ottawa especially in ottawa Mm -hmm. so yeah and then the last question is is there anything else that you'd like to add or share Depression is uh, a complicated thing for anybody who has been who has been dealing with it. It goes and then it will come back. It may come back, but you're never out of it. If you're able to do a whole five, 
10 years, a whole 25 years without feeling depression, then that's even much better. Mm -hmm. But I figured after my, what, my second, like, depression state Mm -hmm. that it was going to be stuck with me forever. And I had to start to know how to deal with it, to know how to cope with uh, those depression feelings and all of that. So it's for anybody who's who's also going through it, there I I want them to know that they're like they're not alone. See, seeking help is the best that you can do. If your friend, your family member thinks or tells you otherwise that it's not a big deal or none of it, think with your own heart and think and do what's best for your mental health because they are not you so they don't know what you're going through what you're feeling like or what you're thinking of Mm -hmm. so best to go seek professional help seek mentor seek uh seek like just just go and and find out you know more about it and see if you're suffering from mental health if you are um depressive if you have anxiety your family doctor could tell you that do some tests and all of that yeah that's pretty much it